Alright folks, I'm going to read some uh, articles today. It's just funny when I look at Google News, which basically is Western News, and then I go over to RT. You can see the difference, man. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's so funny, man. <clears throat> Sooner or later, these people have to realize that the stories coming out of their own countries in the west I mean it's just either they're gonna have to figure out the solutions to these problems which they're the ones making so they make their own problems and then blame it on other countries and then go fuck them up and take their shit and call it capitalism call it the rule based order it's uh, <clears throat> complete hip hypocrisy it's just a game of definitions, basically. Fuck it. If that's the game they want to play, everybody else can play that game too, man. This, this, this. If they want to play like that on the playground, <laughs> uh, fucking <yeah>. okay. <clears throat> China presses for COVID origins probe in the U.S. Washington has ignored concerns over its biomilitary bases, both at home and abroad. Beijing said. I'm just saying, if if you were <clears throat> if you were America, right, and you see China is about to become number one, what do you do? You try to slow them down, right? Which they have. They have America has really slowed down China, but in the same in the process, they have shot themselves in the foot too, because. It's like killing the golden goose. Like, this, this is what I'm saying. These people would rather kill the golden goose um, if if they didn't get to keep it. Right? Basically, that's what it is. <clears throat> it's like everybody loves Apple, but all those Apple products are made in China. <laughs> I mean, it's just... This is the game we're playing, man. What has fucking changed? The grasshoppers go take the shit from the ants and then say, look. Look what I came up with. Look what I made. Look what... It's just... It's it's so... They still make movies about this, bro. It's just... Change the characters up a little bit. That's all. Well, all good stories have the same characters. Why? Because those motherfuckers, motherfucking characters are inside us. Except the bully will project it on everybody else and not look at himself in the mirror. <clears throat> well, the, well, the true story is Narcissus here is dead. <laughs> Fucking, he drowned, man. Narcissus drowned already. That's why his skin turned white, pale white. The World Health Organization, WHO, should launch a new investigation into the origins of COVID-19 in the United States, China has said, rejecting charges by Washington that the deadly pathogen escaped from a high-security virology lab in Wuhan. <clears throat> it's like their stories even... It's just so... This is what happens when you stop reading other stories. When you... When you put horse blinders in your library and say, no, these are the only best stories slash movies, whatever. 
That's that's what what you're doing. You're literally retarding yourself from the rest of the stories all around behind your head, motherfucker. Behind your head. But you won't look the other way, right? You think it's just man. <clears throat> that's why we have so many fucking Spider Man movies. How many fucking Spider Man movies do you need, man? Jesus fucking Christ, man. <laughs> they love watching men in spandex. They love it. Fucking men in spandex. Oh yeah, make a fucking multi-billion do- <clears throat> million dollar movie franchise out of it. <clears throat> Asked about recent comments by who WHO chief. This guy's last name is pretty interesting. Tedros Adhanom Chebreyesu. <clears throat> Chebreyesus. Y e s u s. We know that sus in Hebrew means horse. So every time you see a word ending with S-U-S now, you'll know that it's talking about horse. <clears throat> Damasus, Pegasus, Narcissus, Jesus, horse. Jebra Jesus, who called on China and other nations to be transparent in sharing data regarding the genesis of the health crisis. Basically... When it's all said and done, when the water clears up, okay, the people behind this will be made very obvious, right? And you can't hide, you can't hide the truth for that long. It's it comes out sooner or later, and then basically the whole world will see and know on public. Uh, displayed on in public in front of the whole world to see who these motherfucking spineless leaders are these so-called leaders of freedom and democracy and all that is good under the sun in the name of god like all this bullshit they we will see who these people are we will look at them in the face and we will see who they are it's all starting to come undone anyways, man. These motherfuckers have no idea what's coming. They don't have they don't have any idea. Cause they've they forgot how karma works, how energy works, the the universal fucking law. Okay, they forgot because all they do is suck dick. They forgot. They just wanna look at one section of the library. That's all. They just wanna suck dick. That's all. So they forgot. They forgot. Because they forgot everybody else, they forgot who they are themselves. You burned all their other books. You have lost your library, my friend. You have lost your libraries. Okay. Foreign Ministry spokesperson Mao Ning insisted Beijing has shared more data and research findings than any other country and contributed the most on origin origins tracing tracing the origins of the virus is a matter of science this study should be and can only be conducted jointly by scientists around the world Mao told reporters on Monday adding that the U.S. government has only hampered those efforts by politicizing, weaponizing, and instrument instrumentalizing the issue. Now, why would America do that? 
huh? <laughs> if they're not the ones behind this, why would the American government make it so hard for the rest of the world to find out who the fuck actually did this? Come on, man. It's like these people suck at what they do. They even suck at lying, man. Like, how easy do we have to make it for these fucking useless scumbags just draining this planet of their energy? Literally, they even make movies about these issues, stories, (laughs) about their own sins. They make movies glorifying their own sins. And we eat that shit up, man. Monkey loves to eat up anything Hollywood throws at him, man. Like, god damn. That's what I'm saying. Production quality is everything. <laughs> My goodness, man. This is, this is one thing the Romans were good at. <laughs> they knew how to put on a fucking show for the crowd to keep these monkeys busy. Right? <laughs> well, they took all your shit, man. Oh my goodness. Mao's remarks came days after FBI director Christopher Wray claimed the, claimed the virus most likely originated in a leak from a Chinese lab in comments to Fox News. <laughs> Fox News, huh? The fox is the smartest animal in the farm, isn't it? <laughs> Citing a bureau assessment that has not been made public. The Department of Energy has also reportedly altered its stance on the matter, recently endorsing the lab leak theory, though only with low confidence. <clears throat> you know, Mr. Uh, Pig Macron, Bacon Macron, right? I call him Bacon because, well, <laughs> you, don't you get it? Okay, Mr. Macron, one of his speeches is somewhere in front of more fucking... More ghosties. I'm going to start calling them ghosties, okay? Pasties. In front of more pasties. He said, these are, like, I will I'll find the video and put a link. He said, we need to play with all these other animals now. Something like that, right? Basically, it, like, that's what, this is what I'm saying. They don't even try to hide it anymore, man. Like, we must be completely, those vaccines or whatever it is, the spell, (laughs) the spell juice, right? So it's like, we seem to, like in America especially, man, these motherfuckers love their pedo billionaire masters. I don't know what it is about Americans, but they just love old pedo billionaires. Like, (laughs) I don't know, you tell me, man. You tell me, please, am I am I lying here? Look at the... Man. It, I don't know how, bro, but I don't know how we got to this point, man. Like, this is not the America America would fucking promote with its movies in, in other countries to draw all these monkeys to fucking Sin City, to Pleasure Island, so that we can all turn into jackasses. It's like... I don't know what it is. It's I guess it's soft power, the movies. That's why they invest so much fucking money into their movies. Hmm. Which is interesting because the people behind those are apparently the Jews. But if you listen to Mr. Jordan Maxwell, he says the Jews have a lot of things in common with 
the the Germans. And then if you look at the history of the Germans, basically Europe, they all came from Central Asia. Germania. Ger is yurt in Mongolian. We all originated from Central Asia, dummies. I think from the north is probably Central Asia, and then from the south, either Australia and Africa. I think I think they could have been two sources: Australia, Africa, and the north. It was Central Asia, basically all all the way from Lake Baikal. I think, okay, Lake Baikal. That's the whole Central Asia, the northern northern hemisphere. And that's it. Just just uh. Fucking people up in the north who who had to survive in these cold conditions where there was not that much sunlight throughout the year, so their pay, their skin got pale because of the angle of the sunlight also makes a difference. Hence, the people in the south, because of the angle of the sunlight being so direct, their skin has to be darker to be able to withstand all that direct wavelengths energy coming from the suns that's all it is and they made this whole world up out of this little fucking difference because look at those videos of like like tribes that never met you know people outside their tribes in the jungles and whatever when the first time they see a white man, what do they do? They go touch him. They touch his skin to make sure he's real. Because they think he's a ghost. Because they had never seen a white man before. <laughs> right? So that's all I'm saying. It's what we can project ourselves on is all we can understand. So if you keep burning down these libraries, you dumb fuck monkeys, you're making us stupider. And I know they're doing that on purpose, obviously. <laughs> it's the Book of Eli. They already have all the books, right? The books are our... The book is a fucking human, basically. That's all it is. They want to hold all the humans. Fucking, like, this is how fucked they are. And we're like, yeah, these are our heroes. These are our heroes. <laughs> Bill Gates is our hero, like... This is America, man. Am I lying here? We love Bill Gates in America, apparently, still. <laughs> Fuck me, man. It's like they don't even try to hide it anymore, people. Fuck you, they. The foreign ministry spokesperson accused Washington of spreading myths without supporting evidence saying the allegations have only poisoned the atmosphere for science-based global origins tracing. Yeah, what what Hollywood figured out is the fucking black mirror in our hand is more powerful than science, religion, rationality, critical thinking, because we are all fucking monkeys looking at our at at a screen and and uh hitting the right buttons so that we get our snacks what elon musk is even showing us with his fucking neuralink monkeys he's even showing us man they they don't this is what i'm saying they don't even try to hide it <laughs> they, they don't even try to hide it man 
She noted the WHO had already visited China on two occasions to probe the issue and concluded the leak hypothesis was extremely unlikely, but said no similar investigation has been carried out in the U.S. Yeah, they'll come and probe you, bro, but they won't let you do it to them. That's all this is. Don't you see the bully psychology, man? Fuck me, man. You guys still... You guys still don't know, like, bully, fuck it, man. The U.S., however, ignored the science-based conclusions. Yeah, because over here we believe in Sunday school stories and science-based conclusions and recommendations and kept pressuring WHO into repeatedly demanding origins tracing in China. Like, this is, don't you see the bully probing all the other kids he's surrounding himself with? Hey, you better say your line. I'm a, or I'm going to keep probing you. <laughs> it's not even that. Man. It's just. <sighs> what, do you, what am I going to do? What am I going to say, man? What am I going to say? Hollywood runs this fucking country. Like, literally. The Wizard of Oz runs this fucking country with his stories. Either they're putting something in the water where we all just fucking believe. Mr. Jafar here, right? Mr. Jafar putting a spell on all of us <laughs> with this, with this snake, right? <laughs> uh, with a snake staff, okay. Kundalini, bitch. <laughs> Shamanism. They're still using it on the rest of us monkeys. It is quite clear what the U.S. is trying to achieve, Mao continued. While claiming to take origins tracing seriously, the U.S. has never invented WHO expert groups to the U.S., invited WHO expert groups to the U.S. for joint study or shared any early data. Instead, I mean, this is U.S. is literally the old guy in Mad Max. And I go bring back my property. That's, that's, that's America. That's Uncle Sam. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh my goodness, okay. Instead, it has turned a blind eye to the world's concerns about U.S. biomilitary bases at Fort Detrick and around the world. Beijing has repeatedly sounded alarms over military sites including Fort Detrick in Maryland, which houses the United States Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Disease. U-S-A-M-R-I-I-D. The Pentagon's primary bioweapons research program. Claiming the base engages... I say it's all the Jesuits. Miss Lauren Moray always took it back to the Jesuits. And I believe her for some reason. <laughs> because even Mr. Jordan Maxwell pointed it back to the Jesuits. Okay, I'm just saying... <laughs> Claiming the base engages in illegal, non-transparent, and unsafe practices, Chinese officials have suggested Fort Detrick could have some link to the COVID-19 outbreak, though little evidence has emerged to support the charge. Well, if America can say all this shit without any evidence, so okay then. Okay, that's the game we're playing, bro. <laughs> India poised to ditch dollar in trade with neighbor. Rupee settlements could boost New Delhi's economic ties with Sri Lanka. Look, now Sri Lanka is fine. Everything is basically pointing back to monkey see, monkey do. Every action has a re opposite and equal reaction. The bubble, 
the ripples in the bubble is going back to the east. Right? And what does this mean? Now Sri Lanka is looking towards India for help. So, and then Pakistan will probably look to India for help. And all this stuff is is a kind of pointing everything back to maybe we should all work together and unite again. Like it used to be. Right? Before they came and divided us. They'll say, oh, there was never one India. So what the fuck were you dividing it up all these lands for? These these different areas uh, in India for? Why were you... <laughs> if it was not all one, why were you dividing it up, my friend? Huh? This is Genghis Khan, man. Genghis Khan never died, man. Fucking divide and conquer, I guarantee you, probably has a lot of Genghis Khan blood in it. That came all the way over to America now. Right? Still going on. Dividing and conquering. I think Genghis Khan's blood still runs deep. In. Anyways. It's everything's just going back. History doesn't repeat motherfucker. It's. It becomes history. And then her story comes chasing. <laughs> his ass. For a ass whooping. <laughs> That's what happens. Balance. India and Sri Lanka are discussing shifting away from the US dollar to settlements using the Indian rupee as the two countries look to strengthen their partnership through trade and investments. Don't you see the dollar is the snake Moses raised in the desert? Why? Because the oil market was open now, monkey. <laughs> Oil being sold in dollars, raising the snake in the desert. Okay, Jesus Christ. Rupee settlements are expected to derive benefits like shorter timelines, lower exchange costs, and easier availability of trade credits for participating financial institutions. The initiative may have a beneficial impact on the nation's respective tourism and hospitality industries. Yeah, Sri Lanka used to be called Ceylon at first by the uh, by the fucking colonialists, right? The British, they would call it the Pearl of India, right? But now it's the whatever. Now they got bad mouthed because they're independent, right? This is the game they play, man. It's just it's so basic, man. Fucking it's so basic. It's so boring. It's so fucking boring, bro. It's it's so outdated, man. You guys want to keep watching Spider-Man movies? Go go to your fucking island. Stay in your island and watch your Spider-Man movies, man. Why do you got to make everybody else watch it? We we have so many other things to watch, man. Fucking <laughs> a discussion of the issue. Look, this motherfucker, how old is he? Prince Princess Charles, how old is he? This motherfucker still wants to p- play dress up. I'm gonna be king. Please give me my crown. Who wears crowns, motherfucker? Only queens wear crowns, bitch. This is what that country, the Great United Fucking British Empire, that's what it's turned into, man. Look at look at what you have turned into now, fucking useless, useless. You wasted so much fucking time 
If there's a, a one thing I hate is a motherfucker waste my time. Useless country who wasted the whole world's time. That's what England has become. It will be wiped from the history books. No one will fucking remember you because of your useless kingdom. Useless kingdom wasted the whole world's fucking time. Useless. A discussion of the issue arranged by the High Commission of India was held in the Sri Lankan capital Colombo last week. Represent, look, it, says, it even says right here, representatives from the Bank of Ceylon, State Bank of India, and the Indian Bank shared their experiences and informed the audience that they had started carrying out INR, INR denominated trade transactions through respective Vostro Nostro accounts after the creation of an enabling framework by the Reserve Bank of India and the Central Bank of Sri Lanka. In 2022, the commission st- said in a statement seen by the PTI news agency. You know, the Indian Central Bank was uh, created by the British Raj. <laughs> We wasted a whole generation of dumb fuck monkeys. We wasted a whole generation. These fucking boomers loved sucking so much dick. We wasted a whole fucking generation, man. Because these boomers love sucking dick. Useless. All cucks will get fucked in the end. That's the universal law, man. We wasted a whole fucking generation because these boomers love sucking dick, man. Just now we're starting to do all this shit, man. Fucking still drinking the Kool-Aid here. The Indian crowd laughed at Lavrov. Right? When he he mentioned the... (laughs) The Indian crowd laughed at Lavrov. This is how much India is still drinking their Kool-Aid, man. When the fuck are you guys going to stop sucking colonial dick, man? You guys are still drinking their Kool-Aid. Just now you guys did raids on BBC. Just now. Just now you decided, oh, wait, we, we, we don't like getting fucked up the ass anymore. Just now you're starting to realize all this shit? Whole generation sucked dick, man. Wasted a whole generation. The shift can only boost the country's joint efforts in building a stronger and closer economic partnership through trade and investment-led measures. Gopal Bagle, India's High Commissioner to Sri Lanka, said, They have us hating each other. They have us hating family members. They've turned us into the worst of their kind. That's what they've done, man. Last year, Sri Lanka was hit by the worst economic crisis since the South Asian country declared independence from Britain in 1948. The crisis, initially caused by a shortage of foreign currency arising from the pandemic-related restriction of tourism, led to dire shortages of food and basic necessities. The country's government didn't have the funds to pay for imports. All cucks will fucking get fucked, man. That's a universal law. 
All these so-called puppets will fucking hang. You guys want to play by their strings? Fine, you will hang, motherfucker. You will hang for selling out your own country, Zelensky, you fucking useless cuck. You will hang. That's what happens to energy. To fucking useless cuck energy, that's what happens. It gets fucked. In April, once again, just wasting people's time. Zelensky, grown-ass man, wasting people's fucking time. Because he wants to play by their strings. Okay. In April, Sri Lanka defaulted. If he has any balls, he would just take his own life, man. If you still are a man, you would go take your own fucking life and end this bullshit, Zelensky. If you're a fucking man, you would do that. In April, Sri Lanka defaulted on its foreign debt of $34 billion, according to its Department of, Ex- of External Resources. Governor of the Central Bank of Sri Lanka, Nandalal Wirasinghe, praised the country praised the currency switch measure, saying the Indian and Sri Lankan business communities strongly supported. Yeah, no shit, fucking Sherlock. Just now you guys are getting back your fucking common sense, man. Fucking, we've been sucking colonial dick, what, with their soft power Kool-Aid for fucking the whole generation? Jesus Christ, man. What the fuck were these motherfuckers doing, man? Swiss inflation sure soars. Sorry, Swiss inflation soars. Data: the rate of price growth in the country is higher than the central bank is prepared to tolerate. The regulator says, "Don't worry, man. Churchill is in hell sucking Satan's horse cock. Don't worry. Karma is 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 a crazier bitch than you can even imagine." Inflation in Switzerland unexpectedly accelerated in February largely due to soaring airfares, rent, and energy costs. Figures from the Federal Statistical Office showed on Monday. Switzerland, of all places, struggling? What? Switzerland? Consumer prices surged 3.4% last month year-on-year and were higher than the median estimate by Bloomberg, which predicted a slower rate of 3.1%. The February jump reflected rising prices for air transport, package holidays, rents, and gasoline, indicating that the country's central bank will have to tighten its monetary policy, the media outlet said. Look, man, this whole fucking planet could be run more efficiently, more harmoniously, so that everybody gets along if only these cocksuckers weren't basically calling their rigged system so that only they benefit the fair rule-based order. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Like, when the... Like, a whole generation. They fucked a whole generation, man. Just now, these... Fucking idiots is starting to realize. <sighs> Religion is not good for the mind. Religion are the blinders on the horse, don't you see? Religion are the blinders, man. Religion is only, you can only read these books in this library. That's it, no other books. Fucking useless, man. A whole, ge- wasted a whole generation, man. 
I hate people that waste people's time, man. I, I cannot stand people who waste people's time, man. These motherfuckers are gonna fucking hang, dude. These motherfuckers are gonna fucking... The February jump reflected rising prices for air transport package. Okay, read that. Core inflation in Switzerland, excluding energy and food prices, also accelerated for a third successive month and reached 2.4%, the data shows. While Switzerland has managed to maintain the lowest... Pla- pace the lowest pace of inflation among major european economies persistent price growth will likely force the central bank to hike rates as underlying inflationary dynamics are stronger than what the snb is prepared to tolerate swiss national bank president thomas jordan said swiss inflation saw a 3.3 percent rise year on year in january driven by surging gas and electricity prices the rate also exceeded e- economists forecasts of 2.9 percent and was the highest since august 2022 housing and energy prices surged 5.1 percent while public transport costs climbed 4.7 percent year on year gas prices alone rocked rocketed by 40.3% in January January in annual terms, while electricity soared by 25.5%. God damn. The central bank has also expressed concern that companies are now more likely to pass on higher prices to customers, obviously. The the grasshoppers are still ruling the ruling the ants. That's the problem. Don't like that's called capitalism. Don't you see the fucking problem? Utility providers adjusted prices at the beginning of the year, passing on increased costs to Swiss households. Swiss state regulator Elcom previously predicted that electricity would become an average of 27% more expensive for consumers. Yeah, while at the same time Tesla's going, yeah, or Elon Musk is going, buy more Teslas, go electric, save the planet, (laughs) save the planet. From who? The grasshoppers? (laughs) Iran's supreme leader responds to schoolgirl poisonings. See, Iran is one of the major pillars on on the Silk Road. I've already talked about this, shared videos about this. So anything that's going on in Iran to hinder from that happening, guess who might be behind it? Right? Once again, this is the same bully psychology, right? Just always stopping progress to what to unity. That's all this. That's all this game is. In the West, it's ruled by division. Okay, you divide and conquer up these motherfuckers into as many categories so that you can rule over them. The Oscars was created by the producers and movie studios. To stop the actors from unionizing. <laughs> right. So that they they created a trophy. So that they would fight each other to win. The West is divide and conquer. While the East is now starting to just now starting to realize. Oh we shit. We need to work together and unite. If you want to survive. Because wolves love hunting, hunting individuals. That's why in the West they'll always say, be an individual, be an individual. But at the same time, they'll have quotes and shit like, a man is not an island unto himself. Uh, 
It takes a whole village to raise a child. Like, this is what I'm saying. They'll have... am I gonna say man so now reading this school girl poisonings now who would be behind shit like this and this is what I'm saying once again grown ass men wasting people's times these motherfuckers who, who are behind things like this don't worry bro if you get away in this life don't worry man everything you do you will get times 77 okay because it's your own karma. Those are the bad vibrations you put out. Those ripples will come back and fuck you in the ass too. Don't worry. Don't worry, man. You cannot escape your own karma. All these fucking useless gurus will tell you, Oh, if you do this, you can get rid of your karma. The Pope will say, Don't worry, I can forgive your sins. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, man. They will also... They have their karma also waiting for them. Don't worry. Don't worry. Suspected incidents have affected hundreds of young Iranians in recent months. Suspected. Suspect. Okay. Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei has branded a string of suspected schoolgirl poisonings an unforgivable crime calling for the maximum punishment of the perpetrators should they be caught. Yeah, man. No time to waste, man. Any motherfucker that wastes people's time, this is it. You guys better get shit together. This is it. We don't have any more time to waste. Okay? If the poisoning of students is proven, perpetrators should face maximum punishment with no pardon, he said. Yeah, fucking. You want law and order, bitch? You want rules-based order, bitch? Okay, you you asked for it. You want rules-based order? Okay, West, <laughs> you want to see rules-based order? Iran has been plagued. The barbarians want to see rules-based order. <laughs> Iran has been plagued by a string of mysterious mild poisonings since last November with the apparent attacks occurring in more than 50 schools across the country. Look, man, these motherfuckers will attack children. This, this is the type of fucking useless energy we are dealing with. Where the fuck are the men to get rid of useless energy like this? These are the demons. Where are the exorcists to go fuck these demons up? Huh? These demons wasting people's time, hurting children. These are demons, man. Where the fuck are the men who can take on their demons? They're attacking children, man. Fucking these motherfuckers are gonna rip their faces apart, man. You fucking rip their face apart. More than 1,000 schoolgirls have been affected by the poisonings, triggering protests by parents and prompting some to take their children out of school altogether. Yeah, of course. You stop education to keep the fucking population from uniting. Be an individual. The authorities have yet to establish neither the identity of the perpetrators behind the apparent attacks nor the motive. You rip their faces apart like a lion destroying their fucking prey. That's what you do to these cucks, man. These, use these useless demons wasting people's time and energy sucking off... Being a leech on this fucking whole planet. 
You destroy, maul, rip their faces apart like a lion. That's what you do. The authorities have yet to establish neither the identity of the perpetrators behind the apparent attacks nor the motive. On Saturday, Iran's interior minister, Abdul Reza Rahmani Fazli, announced that investigators had recovered some samples potentially linked to the mystery. In field studies, suspicious samples have been found which are being investigated to identify the causes of the student's illness and the results will be published as soon as possible, the minister said in a statement reported by local media. Last week, President Ibrahim Raisi suggested the poisonings might have been carried out by the country's enemies, conspiring to create fear and despair in the people, and urged the Interior Ministry and intelligence groups to ramp up efforts in apprehending those responsible. Look, man, Joffrey... Joffrey don't even know the story. He hasn't read the script yet. He doesn't know how he's going to die. He's going to die from drinking his own Kool-Aid. This is what happens. He's going to die from drinking his own fucking Kool-Aid, Joffrey. You can't cheat energy, bitch. Earlier, the deputy health minister, Yunus Panahi, suggested hardline religious groups who oppose women's education might have had a hand in the affair. It was found that some people wanted schools, especially girls' schools, to be closed, he commented without elaborating. Just once again, divide and conquer. That's how you know who your traitors are. You'll see the people who are trying to unite your country, and then you'll see the people who try to keep it divided. That, that's how you'll know who's on your side, man. Zuckerberg's tech giant to sack thousands more people, Bloomberg. Meta is expected as soon as this week to begin a second round of job cuts in four months. Meta, the parent company of Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. You you think uh, the CIA is not working with this Zuckerberg motherfucker when he is the he owns Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp? It's about how many sheep use the system. That's all it is. We willingly use their system so that they can keep an eye on us. That's that's basically the story. It's planning a new series of layoffs affecting thousands of employees as soon as this week, Bloomberg reported on Tuesday. In November, the social networking giant announced a major cost-cutting plan that included sacking nearly 11,000 people or some 13 percent of its workforce the upcoming dismissals could would be in addition to those yeah i mean what's the difference man nothing has fucking changed they've just taken the fucking legacy systems and made it digital what has changed this is fucking uh bicycle thieves right here go watch the italian movie bicycle thieves this is basically the same shit man nothing fucking changes the staff reductions are being driven by the company's financial targets, according to people familiar with the matter, as cited by the news agency. In February, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg said his corporation was focused on cutting projects that aren't performing or may no longer be crucial, and that its plans on removing layers of middle management to make decisions faster. Of course, from the top, the monkey on the top always sees the whole picture. (laughs) 
He also pitched 2023 as the year of efficiency aimed at drastic cost cuts. Yeah, the monkeys on the bottom will get pissed and start chopping the tree now. That's all. So then the monkey on the top will... <laughs> the measures followed a sharp slowdown in digital advertising revenue and disappointing earnings for the company. In September, Zuckerberg warned staff that Meta intended, intended to slash its expenses and restructure its teams. Yeah. Except these motherfuckers f- forgot that now we have axes. We invented axes so monkeys can cut down these trees that these other monkeys try to rule off of. They all, that's all they got to do. They just cut the trees down. <laughs> that's it. <sighs> that's it. They lost their treehouse. <sighs> what am I going to say, man? Well, there was something interesting I would like to I think I found which I thought was kind of interesting. It is about the history Of the ancient history of, uh, where the fuck did this thing go now, man? Fucking, when you have to look, when you, fucking, when you have to find it, it's not, you can't find the shit, man. Whatever, man. I'll I'll find it in a different time. I'll do it in a different one. I'm just kind of tired of uh, the same stories, basically. That's all. Oh yeah, here we go. I found it. Alright, this is um, an article from jaggerylit.com. Okay. The Lost Danavas, India to Ireland. Brishti Guha. The Danavas... The Danavas were a group of not quite human beings with very human characteristics that featured prominently in Indian folklore, myths, and early Sanskrit literature. I argue here that there is a case for believing that the Danavas could have been real. I show that literary and archaeological sources indicate a fascinating story of migration and cultural transmission between India and Ireland with the Danavas disappearing from India with the decay of the Indus Valley Civilization, only to show up at the other end of the known world in Ireland. Yuval Noah Noah Harari, the author of Sapiens, had much to say about evolution. We tend to think that modern humans, Homo sapiens, evolved in a linear chain of descent from a sequence of more primitive hominid ancestors. 
What most of us don't realize is that five or six different species of humans, including Homo sapiens, actually coexisted during an extended period of time between 60,000 and 10,000 years ago. Yeah, the Aborigines already talk about this. There's also evidence that people from these different human species met and interbred every now and then, successfully producing children who would pass on their mixed genetic heritage. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not that complicated. Recent scientific evidence backs, backs Harari's claims archaeologists' ability to isolate ancient DNA from very old skeletal, skeletal remains and fossils has made it possible for them to compare the DNA of human species other than Homo sapiens, like that of the Neanderthals or the Denisovans, whose bones and teeth were found in a cave in Siberia, with the DNA of people who are alive today. Yeah. The, the National Geographic and Nature both cite studies that show that modern Europeans have about 2% of Neanderth Neanderthal DNA in their genes, implying that their ancestors had at a point in the distant past interbred with Neanderthals. According to archaeologists, such episodes of interbreeding could have occurred between a group of Homo sapiens leaving Africa for Eurasia and a group of Neanderthals who lived in the Near East. In the Near East, while Homo sapiens originated in Africa, Neanderthals were living in Europe and the Near and Middle East. Yeah, the Central Asians. The two species crossed paths when sapiens left Africa. There is also evidence that Homo sapiens interbred with another hominid species, the Denisovans. Yeah, these are probably the Australians. The Melanesians, particularly from Papua New Guinea, Tibetans, and East Asians all have Denisovan DNA in their genetic makeup. Mm-hmm. I think this is this why I keep saying it, but this was out of out of uh, Australia. A paper published in Nature in 2018 was about a skeleton estimated to be that of a teenager who lived 90,000 years ago, who was shown to have a, who to have had a Neanderthal mother and a Denisovan father. Look at that. Scientists scientists keep uncovering new interbreeding episodes. I'm just saying, like, you, you wanna, <sighs> anyways, <sighs> scientists keep uncovering new interbreeding episodes, some suggesting the existence of as yet undiscovered ancient human species who left distinct genetic markers behind in the DNA of their presumed descendants. While reading about this abundance of scientific evidence, I began to think about strange things I had gleaned from myths and folklore. The myths of different countries speaking speak of many species of creatures, not quite human, but not so different from human beings as to exclude possibilities of sex or reproduction. For example, polytheistic religions had pantheons of gods. These included the Hindu pantheon, the ancient Greek and Roman gods, and the Norse gods. Some also had demons, giants, or semi-divine beings like the Indian As Apsaras or Gand Gandharvas. In all the associated myths, humans, demons, and gods, for instance, recognize their difference from one another 
yet occasional episodes of mating and procreation occur between them. As one example, the heroes of the Indian epic Mahabharata, a band of five brothers, the Pandavas, all had human mothers, but their fathers were different devas, uh, divine beings. As another, the Nordic god Freyr married and had children with a giantess, Gerd. Interesting. Gerd or Gerd or... Greek myths mention demigods fathered by Zeus on various mortal women. Indra, the chief Vedic god, married, married Sachi, the daughter of the demon Puloma, and, and the two had a son. I began to think about whether these myths could have a common origin based in a period when humans did recognize other species of hominids and occasionally interbred with with them i mean that's an interesting way of looking at it it's like the first time when uh different species met each other i guess could the demons and gods of myth have been real after all one species of these beings were the donovas the Danavas were the enemies of the Devas, or gods, in the Indian Vedic pantheon. Their name derived from that of their mother, Danu. The word Danavas meant children of Danu. Although the Danavas opposed the gods, San Sanskrit literature recognized them for their special abilities. They were acknowledged masters of illusion and experts at architecture and mechanical inventions. The Indian epics, the Mahabharata and Ramayana, are both full of the engineering feats of one Dhanava in particular named Maya. Maya designed a palace for the Pandavas, the protagonists of the Mahabharata, which was full of optical illusions and whose splendor left visiting dignitaries speechless. He is also credited... I wonder if all, I mean, I think all this is happening in, like, the spirit realm, but, um, well. He is also credited with maintaining the flying chariot used by Ravana, the demon king of Lanka, the antagonist in the Ramayana. In fact, the Ramayana also mentions that the Danavas in general were adept at operating mechanical devices of various kinds, many of which were used in warfare. For instance, they had installed machines at their gates which could fire bolts and arrows at invading armies. They also operated giant catapults. By the time that Sanskrit literature record, records the existence of the Danavas, human species other than Homo sapiens had died out. However, some humans who had interbred with other hominid species would have high amounts of the other species genetic material in their DNA and would be easy to distinguish from other humans whose ancestors hadn't experienced interbreeding. Fu et al. finds that Homo sapiens from relatively ancient times whose ancestors had interbred with other hominid species only some generations back had a much higher proportion of DNA from these other species than do present-day Homo sapiens. Plausibly, the Danavas of literature were distinguishable from other humans because of a high percentage of DNA from related hominid species. 
At that time, at the time of the Indus Valley Civilization, which flourished in the 3rd millennia BC, two Dhanava dynasties were living peacefully in Balika, current-day Baluchistan, surrounded by non-Dhanava humans belonging to the Indus Valley Civilization, IVC. The IVC is associated with the narrative historian John Key describes as the world's first planned cities and townships. It featured a number of large, well-planned cities dating from the 3rd millennium BC, including Harappa, Mohenjo-daro, Dholavira, Lothal, and Rakigarhi. Could the people of the Indus Valley have hired the Danavas to build the world's first planned cities? Unlike other ancient cities, the cities of the IVC had an exceptionally high standard of hygiene, convenience, and safety. I mean, how can you say all this from from just looking at the archaeology, man? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can. I don't know. Archaeologist Rita Wright writes that the building of the cities involved large-scale planning and the construction of engineering works of a kind unprecedented for their time and an approach which focused on rearranging and transforming the natural landscape particularly flows of water yeah all this shit in asia they're still doing man they're still doing all this shit i mean jesus where where do you fucking a houses were built with bricks of standardized dimensions sun-baked and kiln fired bricks of such high quality that the first archaeologist to see Mohenjo-daro mistakenly thought the bricks must be of a modern type, indicating a city at most 200 years old rather than 5,000. Yeah, probably, probably 200 is more accurate. <laughs> Roads were wide to accommodate what may well have been the world's oldest wheeled transport, ox-drawn carts, and laid out in a grid from north to south or east to west. Major arteries, main streets, and side alleys excuse me, had widths in the ratio 4 to 1. A latter-day example of this grid system is the rectangular grid on which, Man on which Manhattan lies. Hmm, interesting. The masons? The towns had thick brick walls and sophisticated drainage systems. A main sewer connected with many north, south, and east-west sewers, all kept watertight by expert masonry. Hmm. Each house had its own drains that emptied into the sewer system. This was a system which remained unrivaled in its technical excellence until the 19th or 12th, 20th century. Sorry. The, unif the uniformity in the way the cities were laid out suggests that the same group of builders might have been used over a large geographical area. Given their engineering skills, were the Danavas the group employed? Given their engineering skills, were the Danavas the group employed to build the cities? Unfortunately, our inability to decipher the Indus Valley script till date has severely hampered our knowledge 
of these builders' identity by making it impossible for us to refer to written records. Between 2000 and 1900 BC, the prosperous Indus Valley civilization disintegrated. The Donovas could no longer find employment there and appeared to have mysteriously disappeared from the region. We know that a few of them went to the northeast of India while some others went to the south. What about the rest? For a long time, I thought that the Donovas only featured in Indian references. Picture my shock when one day while reading a mystery series set in ancient Ireland, the Sister Fidelma series by historian Peter Tremaine, I came across a mention of the children of Danu, apparently beings who had come to Ireland in ancient times and stayed on. This unexpected mention of the Danavas, who were also the children of Danu, prompted me to do some research. Did the Danavas leave India only to resurface in a country which was at the westernmost limit of the known world at the time, Ireland? This is what I'm saying. I even see, even I saw fucking similarities or whatever common things with India and Ireland in literature, and I was like, is there a fucking connection? Okay. I know that when the British ruled over India, they had the Irish uh, be in charge of India. So we have that too. The Donovas in Ireland. According to Irish historical sources, the Book of Invasions, or Lebor Gabala Eren, and Annals of the Four Masters, a band of foreigners, a race of beings with supernatural powers, came to Ireland around 1900 B.C. This band called themselves the Children of Danu, just like the Danavas in India did. Some Irish legends say that they arrived in flying ships like those that Indian legends credit Maya Danava with discovering. Indeed, the Irish maintain that one of the Children of Danu was Mananan, a master of illusion, of illusion and invention, an Irish parallel to Maya Danava. Others say that they came in ships which they burned so as to not to be able to retrace their steps. The local residents were in awe of these foreigners because of their superior knowledge of a multitude of subjects. Unlike the locals, but like the residents of the Indus Valley Civilization, the foreigners could write, and they were wonderful inventors and builders. Their knowledge of medicine was so good that the locals attributed their skills to magic. The Book of Invasions mentions that when Nuada, a leader of the children of Danu, lost an arm in battle, his arm was replaced by a silver prosthetus. Interestingly enough, the Indian Rig Veda also mentions accounts of artificial limbs. A woman warrior, Vishpala, who lost a leg in battle, was given an artificial metal leg. Wonder where the knights got their shining armors from. Alright. Um, the artificial leg worked so well that Vishpala was able to resume fighting. In Nuada's case, his artificial limb enabled him to get reinstated as the king of the tribe. 
when he had first lost his arm. He had been replaced by another ruler, who later turned out to be a tyrant. Irish locals also admired the metallurgical skills of the children of Danu, who over a period of 200 years ruled Ireland while coexisting peacefully with other tribes and teaching them some skills, notably writing, giving rise to the primitive Ogham script, which unlike the Indus Valley script was deciphered. This is what I'm saying. Very interesting, because even even with like the musical instruments and like the the even the way they would dress, right? The the fucking what's the pattern called? The um I forget. The Book of Invasions recounts low. Sorry, the Book of Invasions recounts how, after two centuries, another band of invaders, the Milesians, reached Irish shores and defeated the children of Danu. Initially, the children of Danu had been able to keep them at bay by creating illusions that prevented the invaders from finding the island. Eventually, however, however the invaders landed and defeated them in battle. Instead of dying out, the children of Danu simply literally moved underground, dwelling in subterranean vaults and caves. Smeagol? This brings to mind Indian legends about the Danavas of India having been at home underground. Celts and Druids claim the children of Danu as their ancestors. Yeah, even the Druids... Besides these literary sources, archaeological evidence also points to a link between India's Danavas, who disappeared with the decline of the IVC, and the children of Danu, who appeared at the same time in Ireland. Among the objects that the children of Danu brought with them from their native land is the Leah Fail, a giant stone which still stands on the hill of Tara, in County Meath, Ireland. I mean, Tara is an Indian fucking word, man. What? Come on, man. Tara is a Sanskrit word, man. Come on. This stone looks strikingly like a Shiva Linga, a symbol associated with the Indian deity Shiva, and all Indian sources attest that Shiva was worshipped by the Donavas. Look at that. Shiva Linga in fucking Ireland. Which is which? What they would call over there a, a sundial, basically. Even more interesting is the work done by academics on the Gundestrup cauldron. Cauldron. Timothy Taylor, a prop, a popular British archaeologist and art historian, pointed out in a 1992 Scientific American article that the cauldron connects the Irish, Celtic, and Indus Valley cultures. It showed not only Celtic gods, but also images resembling those inscribed on the Pashupati seals of Mohenjo-daro. Both show a deity seated in a yogic pose, wearing horned headgear and surrounded by Indian animals like lions and elephants. Shamanism? What? What? 
Literary and archaeological sources paint a picture of physical and cultural migration pointing to an ancient connection between Ireland and India. The Danavas may have disappeared from India along with the Indus Valley, Indus Valley civilization only to reappear at the western limit of the known world. Is it a coincidence that their disappearance from India marked the end of high-quality urban planning until very recent times? And do the Danavas live on in today's Celts? At present, we only have pieces of the puzzle, but enough to open doors to very intriguing possibilities. Yeah, man, it's like only a matter of time. We already got DNA stuff now, so... It's only a matter of time, man. Alright, this is probably why when I look when I first saw like Well, I'm just saying if you look up Indian albino Indians, well there you go. Alright, peace monkeys, rampage, peace.